What do Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Steve Harvey and Jim Carrey all have in common? Stick around, let's vibe with it. Yo, 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 I am Alex and this is the Crockpot Theory. Thank you for tuning in. Yo, this is going to be the craziest Crockpot story on my pod. Let me tell you why. So, I named Pac, Snoop, Steve and Jim. Uh, there are more characters to this story, but these are the main four. Uh, I will discuss something that connects them, that have affected their lives in ways they never expected. Before the end of this pod, I will give you a force that can be used both that can be used both as creative and as destructive. Let's start with Pac. So Pac, uh, of course, is one of the most is one of the most popular rappers um, that ever lived. Uh, he lived back in the '90s, had uh, great success. Uh, he rapped about social issues uh, when gangster rap was uh, dominant. Uh, but Pac also had a weird obsession. Uh, during his life, he was convinced that he wasn't gonna make it to to an old age. So yeah, he. he he was involved in a couple of uh, shootouts. Uh, he got uh, robbed in an elevator, um, going to the studio, and shot. So yeah, he, he had a lot of trouble around him as well. That trouble finally caught up to him, and he got shot in 1996 in Las Vegas after a Tyson fight, and he died six days later. In the last year before his death, Park wrote and recorded, I think, about 200 songs leaving him to release more albums after his death than when he was alive. Um, He recorded three albums when he was alive. Now check this. Two weeks leading up to his death, he released a song called I Ain't Mad At You. In this song, he was talking to his friend from the afterlife. So he was constantly talking and writing about his own death until it uh, eventually happened. Sounds like a coincidence, right? Okay, let's check out um, Notorious B.I.G., Biggie. Biggie's story, of course, is also well-documented and well-known. Uh, he and Tupac had a, had a friendship that turned, well, deadly rivals. Early in his career, Tupac gave Biggie a lot of help and a lot of tips on how to improve his song, how to market it, and to whom to work market to. Biggie looked up to Tupac, and when he saw that Pac was talking about death, Biggie did too. This is all alleged, of course. But uh, Biggie's second and last album uh, he released in 1997 was called Life After Death. Now check this out. Two weeks before the release of his album, Biggie got shot and killed. Both rappers rapped about death, about their death, until it became their self-fulfilling prophecy. And there are tons more examples of artists that wrote or talked about their own demise. Lisa Lefta Lopez, Juice World, Mac Miller. All examples of artists that talked about their demise and they met it early. By now you should be thinking, but wait, Snoop Dogg, Jim Carrey and Steve Harvey are still alive, so I don't get it. What are you talking about? Well, here's the crazy part. Because it's not about death. It's about something different. Listen to the story of Snoop Dogg. In 1993, Snoop Dogg recorded a song called Murder Was The Case. 
So he rapped about getting charged with a case. Many people don't remember or forgot this story. That's because, well, if you look at Snoop Dogg today, his image is squeaky clean. But that same year he released a song, he got charged with a murder case of a rival gang member. Snoop Dogg later said in an interview that he realizes what the power of the pen is after he saw what happened to Tupac and Biggie and himself. He said he would never write anything negative again. And that's what we're talking about here today. About the power of the pen and the power of writing down and manifesting your own destiny. Alright, let's leave the destructive path and let's look at the creative path. The people that utilize that power. The first one I want to talk about is Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish, of course, is a well-known comedian, actress, best known for the Carmichael show and Girl Strip. But she didn't always have money. Tiffany often has spoken about how she started off. There was a time Tiffany didn't have much. Uh, she was homeless, uh, living out of her car, and uh, uh, she got a break. Kevin Hart loaned her some money, told her to find a place to stay, to make a list of goals, and this is what Tiffany said happened afterwards. Here's a clip. Um, broke my list of goals, and then it was like, it was just like, as soon as I wrote that list, everything just started falling wow. into place. She said as soon as she wrote that list, everything started falling into place. She found a place to stay and she got some opportunities. Steve Harvey also has spoken many times about the importance of writing down your vision and creating a vision board. For those that don't know Steve, Steve is a comedian and businessman, uh, host of the Steve Harvey show and Family Feud and more shows. Here's a clip of him talking about, about writing down your goals to his audience. If you do not have it written down, your chances of it happening is reduced drastically because it's a principle of success. You have to have everything you want written. As a motivational speaker, he speaks passionately about it and that it worked for him. And Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey was on Oprah telling the story about him back in the 80s, a struggling comedian trying to make it. He would always go down to his favorite spot. He would sit there and he would visualize all these great things happening for him. He recalls that on one of those trips, uh, he decided to write himself a check for $10 million. And he dated it November 1995. And he kept it in his wallet all that time. Come 1995, he did a little movie called Dumb and Dumber. And he received a check for $10 million. Now some would call that the law of attraction, what I'm explaining to you. That what you put out into the universe will return. So yeah, that sounds like a crockpot, right? Hard to believe. Well, here are some facts. A study by uh, Dr. Gil Matthews at the Dominican University in California. He claimed that you are 62% more likely to achieve your goals just by writing them down and sharing it with a friend. In that study, he talks uh, more about commitment and accountability, pushing us towards our goals. If the numbers don't do it for you, uh, and you're more spiritual, all right, here's a scripture for you. This is from the Old Testament, book of Habakkuk, 2 and 2. It reads, write your vision and make it plain, 
so that he who reads it runs to it. That's the Bible for you. That reminds me of a story. A story about a guy named Joe. He finds himself in a lot of trouble. His business has gone bust and he's in serious financial trouble. He's desperate, so he decided to ask God for help and he begins his prayer. God, please help me. I've lost my business and I don't have any money. I'm going down and to lose everything. Please let me win the lotto. Lotto night comes and somebody else wins it. Joe prays again. God, please let me win the lotto. I've lost my business, my house, and I'm going to lose my car as well. That night again, the lotto comes up. Joe didn't win. Once again, Joe prays. God, why have you forsaken me? I've lost my business, I lost my house, I lost my car, and my wife and children are starving. Please let me win the lotto. Please let me win the lotto this one time so I can help my family and get my life back in order. Suddenly the heavens open up and there's this light ray shining down. Joe hears this strong commanding voice, the voice of God himself. And God says, Joe, meet me halfway. Buy a ticket. If you're gonna write down that you want a million dollars or whatever, make sure you have a million dollar idea and you're willing to put in a million dollars worth of work ethic. So it doesn't matter what you call it. Either it's the law of attraction, manifestation by the power of your thoughts, or perhaps your prayers being answered by God. Whatever you want to call it, you can't deny the power of the pen. I myself have been affected by this personally, in good and bad ways. I learned the hard way that, that what I wanted was not what I needed. And not only in my work life, but especially in my personal life. As the saying goes, be careful what you wish for. Because that what you believe in, that what you put your mind to, it just might come true. And that is what Tupac, Biggie, Steve Harvey and Jim Carrey have in common. They all manifested their destiny. They put pen to paper and it came true. So in the words of Jay-Z, nobody built like you. You design yourself. So what's the last thing you put on paper? Thank you for listening. I appreciate you for staying till the end. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>